Hello, and welcome to episode zero of the SCP Play podcast. Wow, this is this is exciting. Thank you, thank you for coming in and listening. Uh, so, just to let you know, this is not episode one. If you want to listen to episode one, uh, it should be going up around the same time as this episode zero. But basically, the purpose of this episode is to give you an introduction to what this podcast is about and kind of the different elements that make it up, as well as give you an introduction to each of the players and myself. Just want to give a real quick thank you to Michael Winton for that uh, very ominous uh, intro that you just heard. He did an uh, amazing job on that. So if you're listening and don't know who I am already, uh, my name is Kenneth Shaughnessy. I will be the... It's not Dungeon Master, Game Master. I think uh, it's called Keeper in the game type we're using. But uh, I'm, I'm leading this thing. That's that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm doing. Welcome to the podcast. So enough of that introduction that I have no idea how to do. And on to uh, this episode zero. So what is this podcast about, you may be asking yourself? Uh, well, the title of it is SCP Play. Um, and it is a tabletop RPG podcast. Uh, it's running Monster of the Week. Uh, and it is based in the SCP universe. So first I'll answer, uh, if you don't know what Monster of the Week is already, um, it's the same game type that was run in the Adventure Zone Amnesty, if you watched, uh, rather listened to that. Uh, it is a tabletop RPG uh, like Dungeons & Dragons, but uh, the game works differently. Uh, it is in the style of Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Supernatural or any of those other shows where you're basically the party is facing a big main enemy rather than several little enemies or hordes of enemies like you do mostly in Dungeons and Dragons type thing. Uh, and it uses the Powered by the Apocalypse system. Basically, you roll two six-sided dice and you add a modifier, whether it be charm, cool, sharp, tough, or weird, which is magical. Um, and basically, whatever result you get there, you add up. Uh, and if it's a one to six, you get a failure. Uh, it's something bad is going to happen as a result. If it's seven to nine, it's a mixed success. So basically you succeed in what you were trying to do, but there's going to be some sort of penalty or consequence because of that. Or if you get a 10 plus, uh, you succeed in what you were setting out to do. Now this next bit is going to be a bit more difficult to explain. Um, and that is what is SCP? It, it's big, uh, so buckle in if you don't know already. If you already know, then feel free to skip this part. But uh, essentially, it is a fictional universe written by a giant collaboration of hundreds, if not thousands, of authors and fan contributors. Uh, there's around 5,000 SCP uh, creatures or entries. Um, so how these different creatures, locations, entities, whatever it may be, are listed on the website. Uh, it says SCP hyphen, and then the number for whatever entry it may be. So for example, one of the most popular and well-known uh, creatures is SCP-173, and that's essentially how they are named and uh, archived on the website. And there's over 3,000 tales uh, and short stories that uh, go around these different creatures that have been made. There's many video games as well, uh, including SCP Containment Breach, which is probably the most well-known one, um, and its remakes as well. Uh, there's also SCP Secret Lab, and then several others that have been created as well. There's also animated and live-action shorts that have been created by fans. Um, I'll go ahead and plug my favorite 
video series that I've seen on SCP, and that's uh, SCP Confinement. That's made by Lord Bung on YouTube. Very good. Uh, it's definitely influenced me a little bit for this podcast. It kind of follows his own formula and interpretation of the SCP universe, and I'm going to be doing something fairly similar, but in podcast format. And there's several also uh, very informative videos and podcasts that I recommend looking up if you want to know a little bit more and don't really want to go diving onto the website to read yourself. The podcast SCP Archives does a very good job of reading out all the different entries uh, for several different SCPs, some more popular than others, but every single one of them is very ominous and fits the tone of SCP and the universe very well. So I recommend that. Uh, if you don't want to really go and read every single entry that uh, you are interested in hearing about, you can just go and literally listen to it on their podcast. But if you do want to read it for yourself, um, feel free to go to their website. It is scp-wiki.net. That's scp-wiki.net. And there you can find all the different SCP entries along with the tales that go along with them. And while I have your ears and attention on the SCP Foundation, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you know that uh, if you wind up liking this content or any other SCP content a lot, uh, please do consider donating to the group at the moment. They are going through a legal battle with someone in Russia trying to copyright all of SCP, and it's not a great deal, and legal battle costs money, so uh, they really could use the support. There's also one of the author writer admin of scp uh, who's currently having a battle with kidney cancer um, that would be dr gears if you want to go support him in his battle um, you can go to his gofundme uh, it's called repair a broken gear very clever name uh, but they definitely could use your support as well thank you for taking the time to listen to that and any support that you can give but back to the podcast um, so more about the SCP universe, uh, basically the synopsis that I can give you without knowing anything about it um, or without you wanting to go and look up everything for yourself. Uh, the, my synopsis basically is, first off, if you would like to not have any spoilers as to what the universe of SCP is and just kind of want to skip ahead uh, so that you learn through the podcast itself, feel free. Um, I will be talking about some other stuff in a couple of minutes, so just skip, 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 skip. Basically, in this universe, uh, our Earth, uh, the same one that we're living on, uh, basically is inhabited by thousands uh, of anomalous beings, organizations, entities, etc., uh, that defy logic, physics, and the natural order of things. Uh, from an unending staircase that leads down to nowhere, uh, except for your certain death, to an unkillable lizard, uh, to a being whose sole purpose is to become the scariest thing it can imagine uh, to terrorize people, there's a lot of different things that are in this universe. Uh, so basically, uh, SCP is the foundation, the SCP foundation. Uh, and this foundation, its purpose is to protect the world from these anomalies. Um, SCP stands for Secure, Contain, Protect, and that is the foundation's credo. Uh, it outlines their goal to shelter humanity from dangers by securing the dangers, containing them, and protecting the public from them. Their research and resources are pretty much unlimited, uh, so it's a very powerful organization. And our adventure is going to be sent in this universe. There is no set canon, really, to the universe other than 
the SCP entries themselves, um, but it's not very defined as to what is going on constantly throughout the universe. Uh, there's a lot of gray areas. Um, so for this podcast, I'm going to sort of take some liberties here and there. Um, I uh, there, There's going to be some contradictions with the SCP universe itself, um, but that's okay. Uh, I, I feel like it's very encouraged by the creators to kind of interpret it in your own way, uh, come up with your own rules for this kind of thing, uh, bend some few things to make it fit, and uh, have a very cool narrative story. So if you happen to be a big fan of SCP, uh, just a heads up, this isn't going to be completely accurate to everything, but I will do my best to uh, make it as accurate as I can and tweak things here and there that make more narrative sense to what we're doing. But again, if you would like to know more about SCP, feel free to go to their website, scp-wiki.net. And as well, uh, all credit for any of the creatures that uh, have been made in here, I'm going to reference uh, at the end or middle of each episode. Uh, all credit goes to the authors, um, absolutely. They created a very, uh, a, a just amazing universe. So very detailed and uh, intricate and all credit for that goes to them. So now at this point, I'm going to bring each player individually onto the podcast for this episode with me. Um, I'm just going to talk with each of them individually. And then basically I'm going to ask them what their name is, uh, what their character name is, what their character class is, uh, or what, what playbook they picked out. Um, tell us as well uh, what their character, like uh, what their appearance, age, any ideals that they want us to know, um, and why they are here in our setting. Um, so I guess now this is a good time to also get into a little bit of what the setting of the podcast is. So in the SCP universe, um, the foundation is spread out all over America and uh, as well as in other countries, there's sites everywhere. But uh, what we're going to be looking at in particular is uh, good old Missouri. We are going to have a uh, a site in the it's uh, the southeast portion of Missouri. Um, it is going to be in a very very little town called Piedmont, Missouri, which is actually where uh, my dad and his side of the, his family is from. So I know a little bit about the town itself. Uh, to give you kind of a frame of reference there, it's that kind of town where everyone knows everyone. And uh, it's currently doesn't have um, a whole lot going for it, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, it does make a good setting for a podcast, so I guess I can't uh, complain that much. But basically, it's the type of town where there used to be a Walmart in there, and that was their chance to, to really get a lot of growth coming to the, the town there. And unfortunately, the Walmart no longer is in business. Uh, I think it shut down in like 2017 or something, uh, which has been unfortunate. But uh, yeah, that's the town of Piedmont. Uh, there's a lake nearby that may have some relevance as well. But the site that we're going to be looking at uh, that belongs to the foundation is going to be near this lake and near the, the town of Piedmont. So that's our setting. Uh, and basically, I'll be asking the players here uh, all those questions, including why they are in the town of Piedmont or at the site uh, that the foundation owns. Um, and then I'll go ahead and open the floor to them to, to talk about anything else they want to talk about with their characters and just get out there anything else that 
uh, they think that you should know about their characters or know about the podcast uh, going into the first episode. And again, that should be coming up the same day as this episode zero. Um, but I also have no idea what I'm doing with audio editing. So we'll see when uh, either of these episodes come out, hopefully very soon after this recording. But I look forward to uh, getting those out there and hearing all of your reactions. So uh, I hope that we are able to create something you enjoy. Uh, our first player that I'm going to bring on is Hannah. Hannah, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm Hannah. I am playing. Should I just go into my character information now, or should we like? Well, we could also <laughs> do like some some witty banter if you want. Um, yeah, witty like, banter works. Pretend that we like talking to each other at all. <laughs> Um, well, I, so this is I like guess the, the, the one I, time a week I am contractually obligated to talk to you, Kenneth. So, <laughs> yeah, let's just right. get a move on. Uh, so I, I do think I want to say now kind of also my reasoning for e each person that uh, I've, I've brought on to the podcast. So you're a bit of a podcast connoisseur as well. Uh, you have your own and also um, do a lot of podcast work as a job. So Yes, I do. I am a podcast producer for my career. And yeah, I run the podcast uh, Guildfellows. It's a D&D podcast, also TTRPG. So, it's yeah. Kind of, it's pretty lame. Um, <laughs> Kenneth's our biggest fan, so he's I, I kind of am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there was something else I was going to say. Oh, so everyone who I've brought onto the podcast is also uh, folks that we, we all went to high school together and we've been friends ever since. Uh, Hannah's now living in California, but the remainder of us are still uh, in Missouri, which we're all originally from Springfield, Missouri. We've just kind of uh, moved around a little bit. Heck yeah. Kenneth and I have known each other since literally preschool. Uh, this is this is true. I, I think... Um, I think you and I of the people in the podcast would have known each other the longest. Yeah, I think so. Maybe, well, was Daniel, maybe Daniel in our I, preschool? I'm maybe? not sure. I'll have to ask him. Yeah, he we'll may have, to... have been. I, he also may have been like came in at kindergarten as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't remember. But like we were OG even pre-K three, right? Or were you... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. That's very early. <laughs> yeah. So who knew when we were three years old that we'd be doing this 20 years later? True. Well, I mean, when you were three, you probably didn't think so because I like hurt your feelings at some point, didn't yeah. I? Or was, like, <laughs> yeah, I think I asked I, you I to be my you, friend you and then you said no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like what a dick move. <laughs> we don't have to dig up the past, though. We don't have to dig up the past. You're over it. You totally aren't scarred from that three-year-old memory. <laughs> Hey, I joined your podcast, so no hard feelings. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, this is this is to make it up to you. This is the only reason I asked you to be on the podcast. So that I <laughs> we're even now. <laughs> yeah, we're even. Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, th that was a great Winnie banter. Uh, I fully yeah. expect that to continue for uh, the the regular session. But oh yeah, let's go ahead and uh, get get into your character. Okay, so my character, his name is Benjamin Dreyer. Uh, he is of the spooky class. He is 19 years old. Um, he went to uh, Southeast Missouri State University uh, before dropping out due to his uh, unfortunate incident. Um, he, his name, his full name is Benjamin, but he goes by uh, Ben or Benji. 
he is from the town of Piedmont. He returned there after uh, dropping out of school, and uh, yeah, he he lives by himself currently, and uh, yeah. So yeah, your your character is uh, the spooky. Um, yes. But I I kind of want to leave uh, your spookiness to be determined during uh, the campaign itself. Got it. Because I think it's it's really really interesting what you've decided to go with here. Uh, yeah. And I kind of want to let that be revealed during uh, the, the sessions themselves. Cool. I'm down with that. Yeah. So that is Hannah and her character Benji, uh, or Benj, or Ben, uh, any of the above. Um. So. There's not a whole lot. Uh, there's a lot of different stuff we could go into about the different character choices you made as far as um, different moves you took from the playbook. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and not not say some of that stuff just yet, uh, just because there's I, I want it to be more revealed during the podcast itself. Okay. Um, but there's also, I'll, I'll just kind of summarize some of the stuff that goes along with the spooky uh, basically, you can choose from different options from telepathy, hex, the sight, premonitions, hunches, uh, just like very, very spooky stuff that uh, it's a lot of uh, rolling with weird or rolling with magic, basically. Uh, so the spooky is it's got some weird circumstances behind it as to why they have power or whatever. And it's, it's going to be interesting to try to deal with that, too, because you're supposed to have a dark side as well, which goes into the, the character stuff. We were just talking about that right before we started recording, too. Um, and some of the ones you've chosen uh, go along with both the, the cause of your spookiness and your, your character itself. But uh, I think it'll be cool to see how all that comes out uh, in the campaign. But don't want to reveal too much just yet. Yeah, I'm very excited to to let it all play out. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think that's it for Hannah and Benji. Uh, I think we can go ahead and move on to the next person. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Keeper Kenneth. You're very welcome. And okay, okay. scene. <laughs> and scene. Okay, so the next person we're going to have up is Daniel. So, Daniel, do you want to go ahead and uh, talk a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Why are you here? How did you get in here? Who are you? Yeah, uh, sure thing. Get out of my house. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't. (laughs) I'm stuck here. You locked me in the closet. Hot. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, So my name is Daniel Klinger, and I'll be playing Ned Roswell. Uh, for this for this journey so you know as i hear this voice that you're testing out more and more i'm i'm starting to dislike it more but <laughs> we'll we'll work on it we'll work on it well we'll i could, we could try a different voice you know it's, it's supposed to be like that annoying kid type of thing but but maybe we want something else mm-hmm. i mean i it, i think it works <laughs> yeah it works as annoying kid but you know he's supposed to have plus one cool Ooh. Cool. Maybe we get uh, like a detective type kid. He thinks like he's det- cool. He's oh, there we slightly go. cool. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, guy. Well, he's he's sixteen. He could have matured fast. Yeah, hey, he, guys, he hit um, puberty early. I'm Ned Roswell, monster just, hunter just extraordinaire. Perfect. And he's sixteen. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Cool. Right. 
Uh, so yeah, you're, you're already said your guy's name. He's, uh, Ned Roswell. Uh, and he is the searcher is the, the book you've chosen for him. That's right. I'm Ned Roswell, searcher extraordinaire. Searcher extraordinaire. Perfect. Uh, so let's, let's hear a little bit of, uh, a little bit about Ned Roswell here. Well, you see, Ned Roswell's a searcher, right? He likes to go out and search for things. He spends some time out in the woods out of, outside of Piedmont looking for, looking for clues, trying to find out what's going on out here because there's always something going on. They don't want you to know about it. He's, uh, he's kind of a, a tall, lanky kid. He matured pretty fast as, uh, as far as that goes. Hence he's, the voice. <laughs> yeah. He tries real hard to, to kind of sound tough and act cool when he's You need to throw in a voice his, crack every now and then, I think. When he's out this, so, I, Nope, I can't. <laughs> it's hard to, to, like, try to plug a natural-sounding voice crack in. Cool. Um, so that's a little bit about Ned, uh, why he's in Piedmont. Uh, you said he's from Piedmont, correct? Yeah, Ned's from Piedmont. He, uh, he grew up here. His uh, grandfather died before he was born. Never really knew his father. Mother's a bit distant, but you know, she she pays the bills, keeps the lights on for Ned to do his stuff. And boy, does Ned do his stuff. He does his stuff. Uh, so a couple uh, housekeeping things with Ned. I assume he's uh, a student at the moment. Right, yeah. He, he goes to school sometimes. But, you know, <laughs> they... Uh, they brainwash you there. They don't got the right things always oh to tell you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. What kind of message are we sending with this character? <laughs> well, fine. Maybe he goes to school. I don't know. No. I, yeah. I mean, uh, he probably there's, a, school. there's a school there. He's 16. So I, I figure yeah. going to school probably makes sense. Um, yeah. Ned goes to high school. Sometimes he, he might dodge here and there if there's a, if there's a hot case that he's got to be on. But yeah. Ned makes sense to, to me. Uh, okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the searcher, what that kind of means for your character. So the searcher um, is someone who has seen some sort of uh, cryptid or dangerous thing in the past. Uh, so your character, we're not going to go too deep into uh, what has brought him to become the searcher, but uh, he's got a he's got a grizzled past. That's he, that's what caused him to. <laughs> to age so quickly that uh, he, he has this thing that he's seen before. But uh, I think we're going to save some of that stuff more for the, the actual episodes themselves. So a few details about like some character options that you could get with uh, the searcher. Essentially, there's different moves you can pick, kind of like uh, there was with uh, Hannah's character, Benji. Uh, so you can have uh, at the cryptid sightings is a move that you can take that's something that like uh most people will will do as an integral part of like the backstory there um and then there's other weird type things with uh, a zone of strangeness a psychic event higher power um a bunch of different moves that uh, go along with basically magic that uh allows the searcher to tap into something that had to do with uh their interaction with the cryptids and basically you're a searcher who's trying to discover the truth hence 
the the gristled conspiracy theorist vibe that you're you're putting off. Yeah. Boy, boy am I boy am I excited. <laughs> Don't you worry, y'all get to see what Ned's packing soon enough. Oh boy. That I know that that, that meant to that was meant to be serious, but <laughs> What? There's no double entendre no, there at no, all. No, definitely not. Oh boy. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's that's about it for Ned at the moment. Uh, oh, one thing that uh, I wanted to to bring up because uh, Hannah and I had some some witty banter going back and forth while uh, we were starting out the conversation there about her character. But uh, one thing that came up was uh, we were talking about how everyone in the the podcast knows each other because we went to high school together. Um, and I'm also in a D and D game with you. And that's kind of, uh, more of my comfort zone. Cause, uh, I, I'm, I've only ever been a player. Uh, I've never actually led a, uh, tabletop RPG game before, but, uh, I've through your game, uh, that's kind of what started me having a passion for TTRPGs in the first place. So first off, definitely thank you for that. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of fun playing in your game, so I definitely wanted to, to give you the chance to be in uh, mine as well for this. So hey, um, That's really awesome. That makes me really happy to hear that. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely, <laughs> dude. Like, sparked a passion. Yeah. I mean, uh, through that, I started listening to uh, the Adventure Zone uh kind of kind of by extension after that podcast uh or after after that game i eventually started listening to different podcasts um actually i started with our friend uh hannah i started with her podcast and kind of started uh to to grow out from there listening to other ones like you were the first uh domino that started this uh adventure that eventually helped lead to this so that huge tangent was just like a big hey you did a good job, and thank you. <laughs> hey, well, I'm proud of that. That's that's awesome to hear. Yeah. I was able to able to spark that in you, and now we ended up here. Yeah, and I mean, our game is still going today. Still, like we're literally as at the time of recording this, having an, another session tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and I think what are we what are we at? Like thirty some odd uh, now. Thirty one. Thirty one is the next session. Yeah, and uh, we record like four or so hours at a time something like that not as good podcast material not as good four and a half material. hours at a time all oh, props to critical role for what they do but uh yeah i mean that that's high production value but i wouldn't want to listen to no. our, our dumbasses play for four hours one other thing that i was talking with hannah about was uh i i had said that i think that her and i had known each other probably the longest out of everyone in the podcast, but I couldn't remember uh, when we had started being in school together. Did you start in preschool or kindergarten? Oh. Um, I did one year of pre-K at St. Joseph, and then I did ah. another year of pre-K at IC, and that was when I started. So you were pre-K four is when you started with us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Hannah and I have a, a year on, uh, on you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You, you missed out Dang on, it. uh, us being three and then, well, I also apparently immediately told her, I don't want to be friends <laughs> way back <laughs> Instant then. Instant so, rejection. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. It's, it's fine. She's, 
She's over it, probably. <laughs> never forgives you. She's going to no, destroy never. this podcast from the inside. <laughs> yeah, it's been her just plan the whole time. Big, big old sabotage. Again, just want to thank you for, for all your, uh, your help with getting me addicted to the, the <laughs> sport of uh, tabletop RPGs. No problem. I'm glad that you'd have me in this game. Absolutely. Okay, I think uh, I think we I've I've juiced you enough of uh, the information you can give me on Ned and. Uh... Okay, cool. Uh, thank you for joining on this. I think I'll go ahead and move on to the next person now. Okay, the next person up on the list we're gonna have is Jacob. So Jacob, uh, I sent you a couple questions. Gonna go through them here. So first off, uh, what's your name? It's Jacob. Hello. Welcome. Hi, everybody. I'm Jacob. Um, yeah, Kenneth sort of covered that. <laughs> if anyone didn't know already, um, this is Jacob. Um, his name is Jacob, and uh, he's Jacob. Yeah, first but, name Jacob, uh, not first middle name, name. Jacob, not name. Yeah, just first name. It's Jacob. And uh, your character name is not Jacob. It's, Correct. That, my character name, to know. Spin Zone, is not Jacob. My character's <laughs> name is uh, Miles Miller. Let's go ahead and talk about the the character class or like the the playbook that you you chose because um, for for the two before for Hannah and Daniel we we didn't really focus on the uh, game aspect of the characters that they chose just because um, talking about some of the moves that they chose would reveal some of the stuff that I don't want revealed until the actual episodes just yet. But um, you chose the mundane for Miles. Right. So Miles, the important thing to know about Miles is he is a nine-year-old boy. So <laughs> um, I felt that the mundane fit pretty well because what's more mundane than a nine-year-old boy? Yep. Um, so mundane is just straight up a normal person. You're just a yeah. dude that got caught up in the whole monster situation. And he doesn't have any special powers or anything. He's He does have some class moves, but for the most part, it's if you sitting at home could do this, Miles could also do this. <laughs> Basically, all that ever happens with the mundane is they get lucky in situations, and that's it. Like everyone else for the most part almost all the other character classes that you can choose will have some sort of uh, weird move that they can use with like a, a magic type role but there's I, I think literally none of those for the mundane. right there are no weird moves for class specific um it's weirdly enough um a ah. basic move that um anyone can quote unquote use magic but that doesn't yeah. seem like it fits, so I'm just never going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like um, I, I definitely, if you say that you want to do magic, I'm going to say um, you don't You don't have Prove magic. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I have a minus one to weird, so that wouldn't make sense. That is the thing yeah. is most of the playbook, uh, like ratings for the mundane, uh, almost all of them have a minus one to weird. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about, so for your character, I was talking a little bit earlier about it, but we don't really want to go into, um, some of the, the backstory part of your character just cause I want to have that revealed in episode one. But I think that, 
your character is a really great opportunity to talk about how Monster of the Week works as as a RPG, basically. Um, so you have chosen the mundane. You uh, we were talking about like the ratings that you picked. Um, basically, you have different modifiers like you would in Dungeons and Dragons to your five stats, which are charm, cool, sharp, tough, and weird. Um, and with those roles, you'll have uh, different options you can do for charm. You can manipulate someone. For cool, uh, you act under pressure or you try to help one of your party members out. For sharp, you try to investigate a mystery or you try to read a bad situation. For tough, uh, you kick some ass, which is literally what it's called when you're trying to do any sort of combat. It's it's great. Um, or you're doing, uh, or you're trying to protect someone. Um, and then there's the the weird is use magic. Um, the terminology for monster of the week, monster of the week um, tends to get a little bit weird, but uh, I think that's that's part of the charm to it too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, the moves that you had to choose. So if you want to go ahead and say uh, at, the, at the start, you get uh, all, all the basic moves that I just mentioned that go along with the five stats, uh, in addition to three moves that you get to pick out of the playbook. Um, so go ahead and tell me a little bit about the ones that you did pick. Right. So mundane moves tend to focus around non-combat situations or getting out of combat situations <laughs> uh understandably um so uh what i went with is um power of heart which is a move when fighting a monster if you help someone don't roll plus cool you automatically help as though you'd roll up 10 so it gives me some options in combat whereas i'm not specifically fighting the monster but helping out some of the more mm, capable people to do some damage yeah you're um, like the support role yeah sort of it for anyone that's played dungeons and dragons i'm playing sort of similar to the ideal bard just sort of in the <laughs> yeah. back buffing everybody else <laughs> <laughs> another one i picked was called trust me uh, and I thought it was just kind of a fun narrative thing. When you tell a normal person the truth in order to protect them from danger, roll plus charm. This is just a way that we can sort of work through some of the narrative drudgery that can sometimes happen. So it sort of helps manipulate people and gives you an extra option to get almost an advantage on if you're, if you could somehow warp it to where you're telling the truth and trying to help out someone, then it can go your way. And that one works uh, or doesn't work based on a two dice roll like the rest of them. Uh, but I think it's fun. On a miss, they're going to think you're crazy and possibly dangerous. So that's honestly <laughs> one of the things that made me pick it because I think that could be a lot of fun to play with. <laughs> the last move I chose for my class is what could go wrong. And this is sort of again in a combat situation just what a mundane person would do and so whenever i charge into immediate danger without hedging my bets i hold two so and i can spend my hold to inflict plus one harm reduce someone's harm by one or take two forward on an act under pressure roll so this is also a good example to explain what hold and forward are as well Right. So hold, you can you can spend at any point, and like you were saying, the three different things you can do there, you can spend on something like whenever you want. 
you can also get benefits from something else that lets you take a hold on like a specific role the next time you do. Um, and then there's also the taking forward. Uh, so you would take plus two forward uh, on act under pressure roles for uh, however long. Um, and it just basically lets you just get plus two if you're trying to act under pressure on several different roles, which during a battle, um, you may not be doing a whole lot of combat, but you may be doing a lot of things that you need to act under pressure to accomplish. So you're not kicking ass, but you're acting under pressure. I, I love the the idea of the mundane character just because like it, it's in stark contrast to all these other things that like you're half a monster, you have this great power, you are super magical, and then it's just like, a dude. <laughs> right. And if I'm being completely honest, part of my um, sort of inspiration for choosing Mundane is it's going to be probably a little bit easier to roleplay <laughs> because <laughs> I can think, what would Jacob do? <laughs> And Jacob would run away. Well, to be fair, you would be thinking, what would nine-year-old Jacob do? And nine-year-old Jacob would run away and disappoint his parents, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Or bang his head on the desk. <laughs> oh, yeah. He might, do, he might do that once or twice. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm kind of playing Miles as the ideal nine-year-old Jacob, where he's good at sports, but also like, and, like, comfortable in his own skin. Which is going to be sort of a spin zone for me, but uh, <laughs> so we'll see how easy it is to role play in the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we've gotten we've got enough uh, chatting in here. So uh, thank you for taking the time to talk tonight. Yeah, uh, for sure. Recording tomorrow for episode one at the time of recording this episode zero with Jacob, but oh boy, I'm excited. Very excited. Same. Cannot and wait. a little bit. Uh, nervous that I'm not going to be able to do a character voice, so <laughs> stay tuned, folks. <laughs> yeah, you just have to sound like a, a little boy, which, no offense, probably is not too far away from your regular voice. Well, okay. <laughs> well, all right. We can play that game. We can play that game. <laughs> I guess I can't play that game. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, I don't have the most childish of voices, but. I have the occasional voice crack in there, you know, just yeah. I like just a, gotta get that con that consistent, lasting voice crack, and maybe that'll <laughs> do something for me. Cool. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. I think I think that's it. So uh, thank you. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, pretend that Jordan's ready to talk and move on to hurt. But thank you very Great. much. <laughs> All righty. Sounds good. We'll talk tomorrow. Okay. So let's go ahead and start. Hello, Jordan. You are the last person I have been <laughs> recording these singular sessions over. Uh, this is now the third day, um, and we are also recording episode one tonight. So this is, <laughs> in, in fact, in uh, at, at the moment, twenty-four minutes from now is when we're supposed to start. We so, never procrastinate. This isn't procrastinating. Ne never. I, it's it's completely fine. Um, it's kind of hard to to schedule with you just because you're in in school at the moment so it's like yeah you got you got homework you got responsibilities <laughs> I get it. your life is not rpgs and podcasts so i wish completely fine uh, yeah me too I'm, I'm hoping that this kicks off and we can just retire Quit our day jobs yeah, yeah that would be That'd nice be, i'm not not expecting it, but you know, like having a little little cushion on the side wouldn't be bad. Like, does anyone like ever? Ex for money. Does anyone ever?
Does anyone ever expect it, though, to become big in the podcast or YouTube industry? Pro probably not. Um, I mean, I feel like everyone has, like, the hope, but I feel right. like it's it's such a fucking crapshoot of, like, if you get some audience that decides to like you or if it otherwise it may take like literally years to build up a, enough of a following of just like very slowly you never had anything like pick up of like a big boom where you gain like a million in a month or something of like subscribers on youtube or like mm -hmm. you just randomly start getting people who listen to your podcast or something but that's true yeah but um oh, there was something else i was gonna say See, this is this is the problem I had when I was talking with Daniel. Like, I'll just go off on tangents, and then like, I uh, I have ADD, so that is a, a big part of it. <laughs> I've been taking Adderall for that, which has is, has been, been working. Yeah, but it's also now uh, eight oh eight p.m., so that is completely worn out. <laughs> That's what coffee is for. Uh, uh, it's also a stimulant that does kind of the same thing, but just way less effective. <laughs> then, but um, i guess we should probably talk about uh the, the podcast you know oh the, yeah because that's why that we're, we're here probably um i mean we don't have to if you don't want to like yeah i'm just, good just cutting just it here you. yeah okay yeah hey, i think I mean, that's the last person so jordan right. thank you very much for joining me. <laughs> but uh even though yeah like actually though we're not gonna talk a whole lot about your character um mm -hmm. just because there's uh Similarly to how um, some of the other characters, like uh, for Jacob, I didn't have him reveal uh, why Miles was in Piedmont and what he's doing. And then for uh, Dan and uh, Hannah's characters, I didn't have them uh, reveal like too much about the, the character class that they chose just because like I think it's much more interesting to have some of that stuff revealed in the podcast itself. Mm -hmm. And... I feel like it's for you uh, the entirety of your character I want to have revealed in the in the podcast. But I think uh, we can go ahead and do like um, what's your character's name, um, what is their uh, appearance, um, and like uh, yeah, just like any, anything else that you kind of want us to know about your character, like uh, ideals, traits, anything. Uh, sure. Okay. So my character's name is Anyas Oberman. Um, she is 22 years old, about 5'8 in height. Um, she has dark wavy hair and light olive-ish olive skin. Um, her eyes are gray and they have this like subtle purple ring around her iris. And some other key features... She has a scar um, across her face on the right side, so it's kind of like vertical um, across her eye um, that she got when she was really young. Typically, she wears a plain tank top and she wears army boots. That's good. Yeah, okay, is that good? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I'm glad that you said that, that we did this before session one, because I was imagining it was pronounced Agnes, but it's Agnes. Agnes, yeah. It's like a French pronunciation Agnes. of Agnes, okay. yeah. Gotcha. Um, I would have totally pronounced that long, wrong. So it's Agnes? Yeah, Agnes. Agnes, Agnes. Okay. I'll, I'll try to make sure I, I not mess that up, but... I'll forgive a, you. If you if you do, I'll just deal. go with it and be like, okay, I'm, I'm Agnes now. Let's go. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I mean, 
who knows maybe the other characters are like incapable of pronouncing people's names too. We'll, see. <laughs> we'll see um yeah i mean hopefully not yeah Agnes, that's like a i think probably the most unique name out of everyone here because it's like uh benji ned and miles like <laughs> pretty pretty okay. pretty basic names well i guess benji not so much it's like a kind of a midwestern uh naming of like benjamin like a simplification or whatever uh, mm -hmm. what it what what's the term for that when you like have a a name that you shorten but it's but it's not like you're it's like the name you go by but it's like like how you could go by Ed if your name was Edward. It's not, it's not even like a nickname because it's like they actually go by that name. Is right, that what right. you're saying? Yeah, hmm. like there's a term for that, isn't there? Am I going crazy? <laughs> no, you're. I think you're right. I can't think of it either. On, I, gotta, I don't even know what to Google search. What do you call shortened version of a name or hypochorism? Oh, I've never heard that before. Ah, I think that's like the big pronunciation or the big like title for it. Yeah, it's like uh, hypochorisms include pet names or calling names, often a diminutive or, oh, God, these words are too fucking big, <laughs> augmentative form of a word given name uses a nickname or a term of endearment. Yeah, no, I think that makes, that makes sense. Like, uh, yeah, so hypochorism, in case you were curious. Oh yeah, I will definitely remember this tomorrow. I, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that everyone listening finds that extremely interesting too. Okay, uh, I think that we can go ahead and call it there so that I can do a 15 minute scramble for anything I might be forgetting for before the first uh, recording here coming up. But uh, <laughs> thank you for hopping on here. Uh, no and problem. I'll, I'll guess I'll talk to you later. I don't know the next chance we're going to have to, to to chill and talk and have, have a conversation, you know, like, I don't know when I'll hear from you again. It, I know it, it could, could be never. It could be days. It could be weeks. Yeah, could be minutes. Could be minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hello, this is Kenneth from the future. I had a lot of fun uh, recording all these individual things for this uh, episode zero. If you enjoyed uh, our interactions as well, hopefully you'll enjoy the episode one. Again, should be coming up at the same time as this episode. I'm still uh, in the editing process, so I will be tweeting out whenever it's official, but you you'll have seen that by this point i'm tired i'm exhausted i've been editing all night uh sorry if it's a little rough i'm pretty new at this stuff but i hope that you have enjoyed everything so far and we all hope you continue to keep listening to us and i also hope you very much enjoy our episode one thank you